0: The Grindhouse Sleeze. I am your co host, David K. Montoya. I'm Alan Russo. All right, kids, we apologize. Believe it or not, we actually recorded last week. We really did. I swear to God, we did. In fact, we gave you over an hour of free audio goodness. But my stupid ass crossed the screen or crossed the wire. So it came like, Thank you for coming to Jack and a Box. You know, it was like <laughs> it was like a cross between Yoda on crack and driving through Jack and a Box, listening to their speaker. It was just not audible, and I was so pissed off at myself. Oh yeah, because that was a good episode. I mean, that was a good one. I mean, we really did our did outdid ourselves that way. We we went all over the system. We we uh. We started at one point, jumped to another point, went back to another point, and then jumped back to another point, and then cleverly, pat ourselves on the back here, pat pat, brought it all back around to our original topic and tied it off with the star system, which eventually we'll have to. Yeah, and, and it made sense. I mean, even though it jumped around quite a bit, it actually made sense. So, this week, per, let's see, let me find out who uh, at the request of listener Phil Barty. Hi, Phil. Thanks for listening. Oh yeah. I'm waving on an audio podcast. (laughs) Yeah, of course. (laughs) Like they can see you dumbass. Yeah, really. Um, He, he sent in a plethora of, you know, ground grindhouse movies that would be really fun to watch. And, uh one of them that we both agreed on was Death Race 2000 with David Carradine. And what did you where did you find it at? Did you find it on YouTube or where did you watch yeah, it? Yeah, I found on? it I found it on YouTube. Did you? Um I I would have to fire up the uh the Roku to find out. I I have some type of what I did is I I typed in Death Race 2000 on my Roku and it popped up, you know, the different ones and it was like, you know, $3.99 for this, $2.99 for this. I'm like, keep going, baby. Give me something free. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I wanna say it's like Tubi or Toby or some shit like that. And um it was totally free and I got to watch it on my, my 70 inch and it came in nice and, and I mean obviously it's from nineteen seventy what, three, seventy four, something like that. Nineteen seventy five. So it didn't come in in full screen. It was, you know, made for television, um, which in hindsight doesn't make sense, but whatever. And uh, so we got to check it out, David Carradine, and we want to thank Phil because that was I I totally enjoyed it. I I think. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah. It was a really good movie. I mean, it really was. I mean, I'll give it that. For being 1975, it was really good. It had a a good message about I don't know it was a, there was a very heavy political message to it. It really was. Um, but but it, it was fun. It was well done, well handled, very well, fun. well. You got to think. You got to think too. That was also the height of the Nixon era too. Oh yeah, that's true. Good times, good times. Well, was it? Yeah. Wait, let's see. Yeah, because Nixon Nixon came in. At the end, of, well, he ended in '75, and, and Ford picked up, right? <laughs> because Ford Ford right. only did what a year. I know we're getting we're getting historical kids on the Grindhouse lees <laughs> podcast. Um, uh, yeah, uh, Ford came in in like '76, I believe. Okay, let me. I'm noticing as we're speaking, we're hitting the the red zone. So let me turn this down a little bit because I don't want to have any problems. Okay. Yeah, because Ford came in, I believe, at the end of 76. Or, no, he came (coughs) in at the beginning of 76. Something like that. Yeah, it was somewhere in there. I don't remember exactly when. So... So we set up, um, what did you think of Frankenstein, who is played by David Garrity It was an interesting concept. I mean, because you think about it, you know, he's supposed to be, you know, the friend of the president, yada, yada, yada. Well, you know, of course, he was made to take the president out by the end of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a thing. the The rebels didn't know that. Right, and you know they're trying to take him out, and not understanding he's doing the same thing they're trying to do. Right. Which is, it? which, which was, was kind of interesting. I thought it was a yeah, I thought it was a very good turning point in the, the movie. Let's see, I mean, when you compare it to the remake, and which I know you haven't seen the remake, no, not yet. That had that had Jason Statham. When you compare the two, you can see major differences, but the for the most part the plot's the same. Oh really? Yes. Um the ba- the main difference is um in the remake it has to do with a prison. So, you know, you got your you got your prison set up and all that, but like the presidency thing is technically the warden of prison and Frankenstein was brought in to replace the Frankenstein that had died the year previously in a race. Interesting. So what happens is in the remake is frankenstein you know he he finds out he was set up to be brought in for the race and then he's like no this ain't happening i want my daughter back because you know she took her daughter and all that shit and you know he does the same thing he kills her and escapes did it in the remake did it have um did it have the hand grenade No, it was actually a little different. Um, In the remake, they had a little bit more weapons, so he used a missile. Really? Yeah, well, it actually, you know, there was missiles and all that, but what it was, they wanted to blow him up at the very end of the race. Well, the mechanic had found out that they had put a bomb under his car, so they sent it back to the warden. So when she went to go set the bomb off, she blew herself up. Oh, shit. I'm going to have to watch the remake. it's really good. Um, it, it's it's kind of political, you know. It's set in the future and all that, just like this one. Yeah. Which, you know, and what what I was shocked is when I saw Sylvester Stallone for the first time. <laughs> I was like, really? Machine you Because know, I mean, and then I looked it up. This is his first role. Yeah, Machine Gun Joe. Yeah, Machine Gun Joe. And you know, they use a lot of the same character names in the remake. Oh, do they? They used Machine Gun Joe and Frankenstein. That's cool. But the rest of them, you know, they changed the name. Those two names they kept the same in the remake. Well, yeah, because the others were pretty much Nazis. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, but in this one, you know, it's interesting because it's a transcontinental race versus just a race in a prison. Right. You know know, what it reminded me of? It reminded What's me. that? It reminded me of the old cartoons we used to watch as a kid. The Hanna Barbera cartoons called Wacky Racers. Do you remember those? Sort of. Yeah, it reminded me of Wacky Racers on crack. It actually kind of reminded me uh-huh. of Speed Racer. Yeah, yeah. There was there there was definitely elements of that. Yeah, I mean, but you know. You gotta think, those are the cartoons we grew up with, so I mean, you know. True. There, there, you know, there's all kinds of differences and things that you can take out of it, but it was very political, and I'll give it that. It was a very, very political movie. And, you know, spoilers, if you haven't watched a 40-something-year-old movie, 43 at this point, is, uh, Frankenstein becomes President of the United States at the end. Yeah. And, you know, but like I said, you know, you kind of, the way the cars were designed, it kind of reminds you of Speed Racer. Yes, and and uh, the teeth. I I love the teeth on the, the teeth and the horns. Yeah. I was dying, you know. I was literally dying when um, they brought the wife on to the construction worker, the guy that first gets killed. And she's like, you know, you can tell she's all sad, but they're like, and we'll give you, you know a trip to Acapulco, and she's like, yay! You know, I was dying. <laughs> yeah, you know, your your husband's dead, but hey, you get to get a trip to Acapulco. Um, yeah, well, and then what what tripped, me, what tripped me out, and this is kind of an interesting thought about it, you know, not only did they do that, but they gave her the next year for her own TV. It was a 50-inch, three-dimensional <laughs> TV. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wow, you know, and those are all over today, you know, back course back in the 80s and the 90s even the early 2000s it's like wow 3d that's awesome it is you know fifty, you know it's like Ooh, a 50, 50 inch. yeah holy shit and now it's like eh, 50 inch ain't nothing you no i want a 95 there's actually a 110 inch that i see that i really want and i mean oh yeah well i mean even even now i mean you can go to Best Buy for like you know 150 200 bucks and buy like a 250 inch projection yeah. Projector. <laughs> yeah. You know. you know, actually I was just at Best Buy, just like 15, 20 minutes ago. Uh just, yeah. just because I'm trying a different setup, you know, as far as uh that reminds me to ask you, how do I sound? Do I sound clear now? Yeah, you're sound you sound a lot clearer. Because originally what I was doing in the last episode and uh, with other podcasts that I had to call into I was using a headset, kind of like what you're wearing, and I yeah. I put a splitter at the end of it and ran the headset in there and then ran that to the soundboard. But what I'm doing here is you're literally hearing my mic, which is a XML or MXL, rather, you know, high high-quality mic that's ran to the soundboard, right. and I'm running the soundboard into the splitter which then goes into the phone, so you're you're literally hearing the mic, the the quality mic instead of like a shitty right. headphone. So I digress. I was gonna talk about the the television, but I just wanted to make sure everything sounded good while while I'm thinking. of oh, yeah. it. But um, so I was there at, at Best Buy, and I think the the biggest 3D TV that I saw because I had to go back and and I I bought a um where is it at here i bought a it's a a quarter inch to a 3.5 millimeter uh it's a mini headphone jack adapter so yeah so that way i can run the 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 3.5 into the mixing board but because it's only a quarter inch into the iphone so it's an adapter that switches it over anyway they're right next to the the tvs and they're i think they had like a, a 95 inch 3D TV. Now, and I guess you 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 have to buy the the TV or the the glasses separately. Now, if you're going to pay 5 grand for a 3D TV, that's an 8K you know, number one, yes, that is a great deal. But you should at least be able to have the tea, the glasses to go with it because the glasses are hanging right next to, you know, the boxes. Yeah. And they're like, I don't know, 20 bucks per glass. I'd be like, you you take care of those glasses. You can have a pair of glasses every year on your birthday. That'll be your only birthday present. <laughs> you know? Well, all right. Well, I mean, most 3D TVs come with a pair of gl- at least one to two pairs of glasses. Really? This one was an LG. And, uh, it didn't. Not that I could tell. Well, sometimes, I, you know, they don't advertise if the classes come with it, but most of the time they do. Yeah, they probably want some fool like me to go spend an extra $40. Actually, if I were to do that, I would have to get one for me and, and three kids, so that's 80 bucks right there, plus tax, so closer to 90 bucks. Get home, and you're like, right. they're all here! Ah, oh, great. Well, I've already bought them. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'll just put them up for next time. So, yeah, the idea of a 3D TV, a 50 inch <laughs> in 1975, you know that was like ooh. Now in 2018, going in 2019, you're like, yeah, okay, yeah. It's pretty much like yeah, whatever. <laughs> I can go pick one of those at the the corner store. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, go buy one at Walgreens and shit. <laughs> right. Um, or everybody's favorite Walmart. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a Walmart. Everywhere. Well, yeah, no shit. Uh, do you have a particular like a favorite scene? Uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, the the construction kill scene was pretty interesting. The first one, or the one where the dude's on the ladder. The the first one. Yeah. I mean, you know, it didn't have as much blood and gut as I figured it would with the name of, like, Death Race, but, you know, it's 1975, so. Right. I figured there'd I there be a little bit more blood. Yeah, because it was uh, Machine Gun Joe, and, of course, he's got machine guns, and he's got this big-ass knife in the middle, and it yeah. stabs the guy right in the dick. That's, that's like, <sighs> I, oh, jeez, you know, that was like, damn. <laughs> Right. You know, but what I expected was more of him to be ripped in half than what they actually showed. Right. Yeah. Because that's what you expect with a big ass knife and a dick. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was good. That was good. At like 80 miles an hour. <laughs> um, yeah, they, could, they couldn't pull that off now, that type of character. You know, the one that uh, no. Sylvester Stallone did, because. Well, number one, he was like totally abusive to his his navigator, who was right. a chick. And yeah, no, that wouldn't fly nowadays. Right. Yeah. Uh, too much of that domestic abuse bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> but we're talking about the grindhouse. That 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 was acceptable, especially back in the mid '70s. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, I'm against you know spousal abuse regardless, but. You oh know, yeah, we're just, just funny. We're just being funny. Yeah, but I mean, you know, even in movies that wouldn't fly today because of that reason. You know, there's too many people that are like, you know, well, he shouldn't do that. Well, it's a movie. Come on, get over it. Right. Well, that it's you called know, character development. You they were making him exactly. He he was nowhere near a nice guy. He was a dick, and that right. kind of emphasized on him. Um. Another one of my well, my favorite scene is. Uh oh, who was it? The one with the bull horns on the car? I'm trying to think of the name. Um, anyway, yeah. a matador came out with the red cape, and they were doing, you know, he was like, yeah, Toro, yeah, yeah. Toro, ole, ole. And then of course, finally, he gets gutted. Yep. You know, I mean, the the one that kind of irritated me though was the one that she just backed over the landmine by a complete accident. I'm like, really. You know, she avoided all that shit, and then just actually backs over the landmine. Like, what the fuck? That was kind of a letdown, to be honest with you. Yeah, it really was. uh, Like, what the hell? Yeah, because you're thinking, okay, she she got out of it safe. She's okay. You know, she can get back to the race. And let let's just face it, okay? As a guy, you don't want no pretty face harmed. It's just something in you. You're like, oh, you know, she's hot. You don't want her to die. You know, you kind of... It's, right. it's eye candy, essentially what it is. And then, you know, when the the most attractive one of the bunch dies, you're like, oh shit. Motherfucker. You know? What a letdown. Yeah. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> now, the other way they killed Machine Gun Joe. Now, that was good. Yes. <laughs> he, you know, just took off his hand and <laughs> pulled it in the pin through his door. <laughs> I you mean, know, go ahead. I I, I think that would have worked better if you didn't know the grenade was part of his actual hand that was fake. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like, you know, if they would have done that and he would have been just like, you know, pulled his hand off and be like, here, throw this. You know, if you didn't know that the grenade was there, I think that would have made a much better kill scene. Be like, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> <clears throat> uh, but, you know, and the I, why I, they killed the president? I was getting ready. Go ahead. I was just getting well, going there. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, you know, it, you know, you think it's Frankenstein, you know, and you're like, no, they can't be, you know, there's just no way to work. And, and you kind of see it kind of like, is it him? And then she gets shot, and it's like, and then you, realize, then you realize that it's not, and it's like, oh shit, you know? Right. But you kind of see, it, but you kind of see it coming at the same time. It seems like they were going for something, and they changed their mind because I, it was almost a melodramatic moment when you find out it was the chick who was dressed up like Frankenstein, and you know she gets shot, and everybody's like, ah, you know, and he's all pissed off, and he's gonna get, take his revenge. But then you find out that she lived, everything's fine, the leader of the resistance is her great-grandmother, and you know, she marries him, and, and I felt it was kind of like a, a wasted moment. Right, because, I mean, you know, you think about it, because if she's going to shoot him, and she's trying to get rid of the president, why not just, you know, move your aim, like, you know, six inches to the left? Right. <laughs> I mean, you know.
1: No, why, I killed. Why it, kill oh,
0: yeah. the, you know, why kill? Why kill a racer when your problems with the president and the presidency? Right. That made no sense to me. Yeah, but, I mean, you look at it, but you look at it too, and there's a lot of wind, so kind of makes you wonder if the trajectory of the bullet didn't miss because of the wind. I, I didn't give it that much thought. It was like two, three o'clock in the morning. I, I was. Yeah. Well. You know just kind of a just kind of a thought you know as a for what I do for a living and you know, it kind of makes you wonder <laughs> right, 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 you know, and we actually we covered that in episode two that we didn't get to play um uh, go ahead and tell the listeners what you do for a living now. I'm actually a full time paramedic, so you know me seeing death and dismemberment and gross shits, you know that's a daily for me, yeah. Yeah, that's what they pay you the big bucks for, so you can have PTSD in five years. Yeah, yeah, for, you know, like $11 an hour. (laughs) (laughs) You could always come to California, just saying. We could do live shows. Yeah. You know, go rent out a podcast theater down in LA and and hold live shows. I'm sure people would come. Oh, yeah, there you go. Oh, don't? Just to make, like, what, $4 more an hour? (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much, Yeah. (laughs) With three times the rent that I'm paying now. (laughs) Yeah, dude. It's just like uh food up here is just ridiculous. We're and we're coming to the well we you know, we're September first as we're no, we're September second, well you know, as we're recording this. So it'll come out September fourth when it comes out. This show. And it's still like $4 Four dollars a gallon here in California for gas. Yeah, see, right now here in Arkansas, it's like two sixty a gallon. See, that's bad for Arkansas. Holy crap. Yeah. I you know, but you got to think rent out rent out there is like fucking ridiculous compared to what I pay. Yeah, even up even where I live here in the high desert, it's it's getting hot. Yeah, well, I mean, you got to think, you know, but I'm getting my rent fairly cheap because the guy I'm renting from. You know, I pay $400 a month. But, you know, housing in this area is starting out at $900 a month. Wow. Wow. And and I'm talking, you know, and you're talking like, you know, small town Arkansas. Yeah. Population, you know, 15,000 people. (laughs) I know we're digressing again, but uh, when... Now, Russo knows because actually, actually the house that we lived in when, when we became friends, uh, I say we, my wife and I, um, we lived there and it was a big house. It was, yeah. And we paid what, 300 bucks a month for it? Something like that? that was like 450 I think? Was it? 450? Yeah, it wasn't that, it, you were paying a little bit, you were paying, you were paying less than five. But I just remember it was cheap for the size. Yeah. Because I remember when you moved into your apartment back in California, you were telling me you were paying seven hundred. I'm like, holy hell. Yeah. Yeah. And now that same apartment goes for about thirteen. Exactly. So, I love California, and they're overpriced. Yeah, no shit. I'm not going to get on Governor Brown. So, I'm just we're going to move on ahead. <laughs> uh so let's see. I I the, there's one question in the movie that they didn't answer and I wish they would have answered. Is uh the reporter, you know, the blonde reporter? Yeah. She she keeps Hinting that they had a relationship, you know, her and Frankenstein, you know, in the in the the beginning, you know, when he comes to, she's like, you know, oh my dear friend, you know, and she kept referring to him as my dear friend, and there was a a bit of flirtation from her to him, but he was very cold because he was Frankenstein, and um, that was never addressed. I I, that was kind of one of the only things that they because they tied up all the loose ends. Very nicely. I think, yeah, they did. I think with that one, because if you notice throughout the whole movie show, it said, you know, my friend this, my friend that. So I'm thinking it was kind of a, just one of those characters that, you know, that's just the way she was. And it really wasn't, you know, there was no relationship. It was just, and it, she could have been a government informant, you know, part of the program that he was under. Right. Yeah, you know, I wish they would have addressed her. I mean, I know that she was just a minor character, but that was like one of the only things that they didn't really, you know, tie exactly. up the loose I mean, end. You know, yeah, it's a, but it wasn't a big loose end, you know, it was just kind of one of those. Did you know that last year uh, they made a sequel? It's really? called, yes, it's called Death Race 2046. And I was waiting for the show to tell you about it. I haven't seen it yet. I just heard about it, and it's on Netflix. I might have to go check that out. Yeah, I'm thinking that maybe we should watch watch it, and then come back next week, and give them a you know a thoughts on the sequel. Definitely, because I know there's people out there that say that they don't really care for the Death Race 2000. Which, if you don't care for Death Race 2000, I, I think you can appreciate the Grindhouse itself. Because, to me, that was total Grindhouse. Minus the lack of blood guts. Right. But, I mean, that's the thing about Grindhouse. It didn't have to be about blood and guts. It's just that campy, cheesy jokes and, you know, the right. fun stuff that made the movie. Right. Yeah, it was just... It was... I I thoroughly enjoyed it i really did i thought it was a great show it really was i mean there were some spots in there that they kind of drug it out a little bit but i mean you know they had to fill it in with something right the the where they were there eating dinner yeah it, you know and they called uh frankenstein away and that whole you know uh machine gun joe and his chick and and just the other chick, the other navigator. It was just uh, it, to me that was very entertaining. It was there? Oh, the fight between Frankenstein and uh, yeah, machine gun. what you're like, okay. Number one, you're waiting because it's David Carradine, so you're waiting for him to bust out kung fu. You know, Kwai chi. Yeah. Was it Kwai Ching Kane? There you go. That's a tongue twister from kung fu. But anyway, no, he just he. he you know, standard fist fighting, but you're waiting because what? you're seeing Rocky fight Chen King, and it was it was just I don't know. Go ahead. You were kind of waiting for a boxing moment, almost. You were. <laughs> you know, you were looking for something between kung, you know, one doing kung fu and the other one doing boxing. You know. Yeah. You were kind of looking for a UFC type fight, and it wasn't. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, but it was still it was entertaining. It was. It was a really good. It was a really good sequence. I mean, you. But you also expected him to kill it. Yeah, you did. Which and you know, I'm, I'm glad they didn't at that point, because then it would have made a problem later on. But, but it was it was interesting because, uh, you go back and you watch it and you're like, okay, Sylvester Stallone is is. More built than David Carradine, so you would kind of think that so Stallone would get the better part. But they actually, right. if you watch the movie and watch the hand that they, you know, they take off at, at at the end with the grenade in it, it's the same hand. So what they did is Frankenstein was using that steel grenade hand and hitting him in the face with it, and you're right. and you're like, oh, that actually that. That made sense. It made, yeah. Well, it kind of made sense a little bit later because you know, right after that, you know, they have the bedroom scene where she shows them the grenade for the first time, so it really yes. did make sense then. Yes. A lot of boob action in this movie. Yeah, there was more than I ex- more than I expected. Yeah, yeah, I I admit that one. I I was like, okay, that, I mean, no qualms there at all. Oh <laughs> no, no, no! But just—that's what makes it. That's ahead. another good thing about Grindhouse. There's a lot of boobs. But I—I I was like you said. I was just kind of surprised with you know how how liberal they were, especially back then. Right. And then of course you know the, when they're getting the massage and that whole action scene goes on, you're like, yeah, all right. But gee. Yeah, but you gotta also think, too, you know, nineteen thirty five, that was the beginning of the sexual revolution, you know, porn was everywhere. Good times, good times. I say that like I was part of it. <laughs> <laughs> right? I, I was gonna say, I wasn't there in the original, but I... Yeah, we were there in the spirit. In the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So, uh, let's see, what else is there... Uh, I, I was going to take notes and I totally forgot. There's just so much going on. I enjoyed the announcers. I love the fact that he finally. Because that little prick was annoying through the whole movie. The announcer? He, he was. I'm glad he got what he got me in. Yes. You're like, yes. Because he just, I mean, you know, but you got to think, though, too. I mean, you know, that was his character. I mean, when they first open up and he's like, welcome folks I'm like oh my god if this is the guy for the rest of the movie I'm going to shoot myself <laughs> I think they did that on purpose to be honest with you I think they did too just for that reason they knew they were going to kill him at the end and if you watch it kids it's it's actually the you know when he runs them over there's actually a bounce to the car like so they yeah. they actually ran something over which was even more entertaining <laughs> I mean, he was kind of an annoying character, but, I mean, at the same time, he was also one of those characters you're like, eh, he might be annoying, but, you know, he makes the film. Yes.
1: He really does. Was um, there
0: anything that you didn't care for? You're like, eh. Uh, some of the gaps, like, you know, the racing, you know, just when they're racing itself, you know, just the gaps. Uh-huh. Um, You know. Lack of death. Yeah. You know, because, you know, you had very little death scenes in between. And it's like, I figured there'd be more. With a movie named Death Race, you would figure there'd be a lot more death. Yeah. I, I, the only thing that I can think of is the baby scene where they, they set him up with the, yeah. the bomb baby. Uh, so yeah. That, I don't know. It just didn't work for me. That was like, I don't know. I it just. Well, I mean, it worked because I mean, you know, when it, when especially when I talk about the point system. Well, yeah, no. It, for the movie itself, it it works, but I mean, for me personally, the scene just didn't. Right, fit. right. It didn't feel because, right. I mean, right. Well, because you got to think. I mean, you know, back in 1975, you know, they could get away with anything. Right. You know, that wouldn't fly today. Well, I'm thinking more of, like, writer-wise. Not even emotional-wise, just, like, writing-wise. Now, if you're driving along, right, and, you know, you see people having a picnic, and they're holding the baby, and you're like, oh, baby, score, you know, and somebody sets the baby down and runs away, I mean, just logically thinking, wouldn't you like, uh, trap? Would well, that be Yeah, logically you would think that. And that's what I was thinking in my head, was like, you just walked right into that shit, and it, it just, I don't know. Exactly. It, it, it annoyed me. It really did. That was the only part of the movie that really annoyed me. Right. But, I mean, at the same time, you know, you're thinking too, in a situation like that, you're thinking, okay, that's an easy target, they ran off, forgot the kid. Yeah, whatever. But I mean, like I said, I agree with you because that's an easy target, Right. you know. That that this that was waiting for a setup. Um, you would think that was oh trap, no big deal, you know. Now maybe you can help me with this part too because this part I was thinking about it just popped into my head, and it didn't really make much sense to me. So maybe you can help me understand it. Was okay, Frankenstein and the Navigator. They're driving. And he pulls over and he makes her drive for a while. And there, he's kind of right. interrogating her, right? What was the point of having her drive as he interrogated her? Was it something? Was it to because if she was driving, she couldn't jump out and run away kind of thing? Or I, what was your perspective on that scene? Well, I think he knew that there was some type of sabotage going on. Okay. And he knew something was up. So making her drive would put it into perspective of, you know, because that was right after the whole start of uh, the rebels starting to blow them up. Right. So, you know, making it to the point where it's like, okay if she's driving, they're probably not going to try to blow me up because she's driving because she has something to do with. it. He knew something was up. Ah, uh, okay, so yeah, they saw her, they went and tried to blow up the car. Okay, that, right. that makes sense. That makes total sense. Okay. Yeah, because at first I was like, eh. Um. You know, and then the fact that she missed that kid completely. I mean, how could you go around a tree to miss a kid in the middle of the room? Right. Oh, that, that reminds me. That, that reminds me of another great scene that I just, I cracked the hell up. Was okay, so they're pushing all the geriatric patients out on the road because geriatrics are high points. But right, um, Frankenstein takes a, a right, goes down the hallway, and you hear all these people in, at the hospital, and you hear all these people screaming, and you see these like, and you can tell they're, they're dummy bodies, and they're just yeah. flying. And I was just, I was cracking up. It was, it was such a great scene. Yeah, because, I mean, he made he made mention, oh, it's euthanasia day at the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he kills all the nurses and doctors. Like, well, that made no sense, and then it dawned on me, duh. <laughs> so, you know, they're, they're trying to make it easy points for Frankenstein. He's like, I want easy points. I want something, you know. Yeah, make it fun. <laughs> I want a little bit of a challenge. Tra- I want a little bit of a challenge to make this fun. <laughs> yeah, that was that was one of the best scenes I was dying I was just cracking up oh yeah uh let's see I mean go ahead that the the ending you know them making him president was kind of a I wasn't expecting that at the end no you know but I kind of saw it coming you know, the the end of the era that they were living under and all that. I saw all that coming. Because him and her both had the same agenda. Right. You know, but them making him president, I was like, okay, that's a little weird. You might have to take your hand and cover your mic because I'm getting a lot of wind. Okay. Is that better? Yeah. Okay. But, you know, that's what I was thinking is like, you know, why would they do that? Why would they make him president? You know it made no sense i I don't know I mean, yeah, I mean because I know everybody now everybody loved Frankenstein, but was it because he was such quote unquote a good friend with the president It's possible. I'm thinking more they might have had a like a you know, and, and they didn't really like I said they didn't dress that they might have had a law to where you know whoever kills the president becomes the next president. See if that would have been great. They should have actually you know put that in. There. Yeah, if they if they would have went in with that, I think that would have been a lot better. Because huh. I think they should have explained that a little more. Other than that, I mean, you know. Yeah, I I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Um oh yeah. But yeah, I mean for what it was, there were there's some gaps and yeah, I think now if he would have crashed into the you know, the stage and everything would have blown to hell, you know, he die, she die, the president die, everybody dies, it's just one big gas fireball. And then have someone stand there like, well, I guess the race is over and then walk away. That would have been a great ending. Yeah, it would have. I think that would have been a better ending. Yeah, I I yeah. I don't know. I just pulled it, I literally just pulled that shit out of my ass right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean but it makes sense though, you know, just end the movie like that, you know, everybody dies. Right? Okay, guess the race is over walks yeah. off. Or no, all right. the credits. Yeah. <laughs> or 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 something like Oh, okay. This year's death race was cool, you know, walk away. Yeah, you know, kind of remind you. Oh, yeah, it's it's a death race, you know. Yeah. You know, something to something to the effect, you know. I mean, cuz they kind of left it open for a sequel. Yeah. A I mean, but at the same they they did, and they did, you know, cuz they could have just ended it right there and been done. Well, yeah, because you're kind of you know, curious to see what kind of president Frankenstein was. Was there any ramifications of killing the president? You know. Exactly. You know they kind of they did leave that open for a sequel, and then that was that was a shocker. You know that they left it, but it wasn't wide open. And know, only, wasn't one of those it, Go ahead. It wasn't one of those where it's like you know. Oh, it had. There has to be a sequel. There has to be a sequel. It wasn't one of those type engines. No. 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 No, it 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 works as an ending. It works as a one oh, yeah. shot. But yeah, I, it, to me, it may, it felt like you know the story wasn't completely told, and maybe that's what happens in the the twenty forty five version. Is uh, yeah. you know they go back in and they, I get maybe pick up forty five years after, uh, Frankenstein's been president. I know everything's got to be different, obviously, because. Right. I mean, the only person alive in that movie that, or is still alive in that movie, like, legitimately, is uh, Sylvester Stallone. Everybody else yeah. is dead. So you, right. So you can't bring nobody back. Right. And that, and that's why, you know, that's why I hate when they make sequels so many years later. Yeah. Damn David Carradine and his autorotic asphyxiation. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't you have done it, you know, somewhere else? Not in the closet where you weren't. Never. I'm getting off on it. Right. I liked him. He was a good actor. He really was. He... You know, in one of his lesser, one of his lesser known movies. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Well, I guess you would say movie is more like a miniseries. series. Uh huh. North and South. I've never seen that. What is it about? It is an it's an actual miniseries based on three books. Uh huh. That's set during the Civil War. Really. Yes. And it's got Patrick Swayze in it, David Carradine, um God. Bunch of eighties actors. Well, eighties and even nineties actors. I mean When was this done? In the nineties? It came out in the mid eighties. Oh, okay. Um, but it's got like bow bridges and Oh damn, I haven't heard that name in years. Um, like Really huge actors at the time. Like, a couple of them were even in soap operas. Really? You know, yeah. Like, main soap opera characters. Um, trying to think of who else was in it, you know, right off top of my head, but some of them played, like, bit parts. Uh, Johnny Cash was in it. No shit. Yeah. Um, Christy Alley. Damn, that's it. Was in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, you're talking, like, some of the big actors in the mid to late eighties. Yeah, cheers. Right. And uh uh trying to think, I mean, there's like like I said, there's a slew of actors, because it's total, it's like twenty six hours for all three for the whole mini series, like twenty six hours. Really? Yeah. But it's based on three books. And it starts, you know, before the Civil War, during the Civil War, and after the Civil War. And it's good? It's really good. I mean I know it's not Grindhouse but I I'm, um, you know we're both right, movie right. enthusiasts we both like a good movie right so. I mean David Carradine you know he plays a very interesting character uh huh because he plays a plantation owner that beats his wife ah uh, okay you know but he's his character is like oh how do you put it like Sympathetic? Sort of. He's an asshole. Uh Uh-huh. And you want to hate him, but you understand because of that time frame. Right. That time era. That's the way most people were. Right. Yeah, there there was no equal rights back in the Civil War days. Right. You know, you're thinking, you know, okay, you know, women are property, slaves are property, you know, shit like that. So it made sense. But... You know. It was one of those it was a good mo it was a good mini series. I have it on DVD. Uh-huh. I even have all three books. You know what movie we should watch? Let's see if I can find it here. Uh I got it on Blu-ray. Mm, shoot, no, I don't see it. Yeah, I do. Let's see. <coughs> <coughs> I think maybe we should start trying to record on uh Sundays as well because do you notice how clear the picture is today like the yes. internet is working beautifully Right I think it's because everybody's out doing something on I don't know you know Maybe Anyway I I think we should watch I mean I've seen this have you seen it it's with Charlton Heston and I I don't know if it really Clarifies as a grindhouse movie because it was made by Warner Brothers, but it's called Soylent Green. Have you seen that Great movie Well, you might have to check that out it's you you've never seen it no, I've never seen it. um, you'll love the ending. The ending is such a good twist. you'll love it. Um, it says, it's the year 2022. People are still the same. They'll do anything to get what they need. And they need Soylent Green. And it is, it's is—it's a great flick. It really is. And it's its made in the 70s, obviously. Charleston Heston. And uh, it's, to me it, it feels very Grindhouse. Just, again, I know it was made by Warner Brothers, but if you watch it, and I'm sure I know it's on I know it's on YouTube. Okay. Big rig. Right. If you're wondering, I was going to say, if you're wondering, kids, Russo's outside uh, smoking and and podcasting at the same time. (laughs) So, it's not that uh, the cars are just that loud in Arkansas. He's outside. He's you yeah. must be pretty close to the road too, huh? Yeah, our station's really close to the road. Is it? Uh, are you working? Yeah. Oh shit! I didn't know you were working. Yep. I have not worked today? Ah. Okay. There you go. He's podcasting at the station again. Oh. Well, hey. You know. That's why I has got to do it sometime. I was gonna say something. It, it occurred to me is you're using their Wi-Fi, huh? Yeah. Ah. Uh, see where he lives, kids in in the boonies of Arkansas, where he lives, the internet's not available. And that's why I have not moved out there. There's no <laughs> such thing as as uh fiber optic internet out there. I'm like, nope. Oh there is but it there is, but it sucks. Oh does it? Yeah. Ver- oh, see. Now this is it's that ATT fiber optics crap, not Verizon FIOS. Uh, uh actually Verizon Fios got bought out. It doesn't exist anymore. It's uh, it's called Frontier. It's still, it's still the Verizon stuff, but for some reason they sold the internet part of their company, and so now it's Frontier. Well, that sucks. Yeah, and uh, I mean it's still great fiber optics because it was Verizon, but it's just owned by another company now. I don't know why they dropped it. Um. Okay. So swing back around to Death Race Two Thousand. Out of a half a star being the shittiest thing since sliced bread to Yeah. I say shittiest thing since sliced bread because I'm not allowed to eat bread. So I'm trying to convince myself that <laughs> bread is a bad thing. Because I know people are like, Isn't it isn't it the greatest thing since sliced bread? No. Sliced bread is from the devil. Oh, that was wild. If if you heard that beep, I apologize. Um anyway, yeah. So sliced bread is from the devil. And let's say five stars is the greatest thing since Prime Rib. How about that? So Why'd you give it a four? You give it a, a solid four? A solid four. Nice. Yeah. It it was um in fact I actually went and found it for a reasonable price on Blu ray and it's something that I'm going to be adding to my personal collection. I liked it that much where I bought it. Oh yeah, definitely. So I I'm very glad that we actually got to sit down and talk. I again, I it's was solely me gang. It was my fault. I crossed the white with the red. And I don't know how the hell I did that because that shit's color coded. And, <laughs> and I don't know. I just, I don't know what I did. I, I, I think I over kind of consumed myself too much. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I I just, I don't know. I am was trying to make excuses, but I don't know what I did, but I yeah, stood up. Awesome. Like, so, but we made up, this is a great show. Great movie. Go out there. Uh, we want to thank Phil Bardi again for the, uh, you know, for recommendation. the suggestion, yeah, for the suggestion, recommendation for the movie right on. Um, Again, if you want us to – obviously, if we pick your movie, we're going to tell you, tell the, the listeners, you're the one that suggested it. So uh, yep. if you've got a movie that you want us to review, and trust us, we've got a long-ass list. I I uh, text messaged Russo last week, and I was like, out of all the people, because there were some movies that were like, I was like, no, you know, that's that's too mainstream to be. Right. Uh, like, uh, oh, what was it? Bloody Mary. Okay. Uh, one of them was Bloody Mary. That was just one of the movies I remember I, I omitted from the list because I'm like, number one, it was made by like Universal or some shit. And number two,. It had like a fifty million dollar budget. That's not greenhouse. No. So there is there is you know a list that I went through and I like okay that's greenhouse that's greenhouse, and I sent the best ones to Russo and I like look at you know the list that we're getting, and so we do have a list, but you send it, you and if it's something that we haven't seen or we want to talk about, uh, we will definitely cover it. We will give. Because out of the only ones on that list uh-huh. that you sent me the other day, this is the only one on that list that I have not seen. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's saying a lot when you have a list of like 12 movies and I haven't seen like one of them. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, send it to... Send all suggestions, comments. You can tell us that you love us. You can even tell us that you hate us. I don't mind. Uh, I've been getting a few of the You suck! Emails when, now that we're back in the swing of things and uh, my name's back out there, I don't know why it's directed at me, uh, you know. But anyway, send all emails. Ah, who knows? To, send all your emails, love, hate, or whatever, to grindhouse underscore slees at jzolmon j a y z o m o n dot com. And if it, like I said, if it meets the criteria, if it's a movie that's not already on the list. Or if it's a movie that we want to review, that we've already seen, we will definitely do that. Um, Also, uh, because we missed episode two, I'm also obligated to take care of a little housekeeping and say that the Grindhouse Sleaze podcast can now be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, and pretty much wherever podcasts are consumed, you can find us there. So or you can go to com slash JZOModcast. That's J A Y Z O M O N dot com slash J A Y Z O M O D C A S T and find Grindhouse Sleeves. Because that's where that's our home, kids. That's where we you'll always find us. So again, Al, thank you. I appreciate you. I didn't I honestly I didn't realize that you had to work today. No, no, it don't, it don't matter to me, you know. I got all the downtime, you know, sometimes. So, you know how it goes. Yes. I'm working on The World of Myth. It's a a magazine that I run. Uh we're getting ready to launch episode 65. So, maybe Maybe there might be something from you. Yep, of course, always. That's just a little plug to to get it out there. Also, I've been <laughs> negotiating with a couple of new podcasters. Someone's coming in to do Flashback Fridays, which I'm happy because unfortunately the guy that we had wasn't able to. And then one guy from Australia has a podcast that he's thinking about submitting to the the Jaisal Modcast, and then the Jay, uh, Jim Bennett, who was one half of the American Fat Ass podcast, we've actually been talking and trying to get him to bring something new to the show as well. There's that's all the housekeeping I got for this week. You got anything? Well, uh, oh, oh, and then you've got our, you got to we we mentioned this last episode, which of course got screwed up, but you know we talked about Tusk in episode in episode one. Uh huh. You know, you know, you sent me that link where. Uh, Kevin Smith liked our podcast. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I totally forgot that, yes. Yeah, I mean, you know, he really gave us a thumbs up, and that, that's awesome. I mean, you know, someone like that that's, you know, liked our review of his movie, that's great. Yeah, we'll, you know, we're Kevin Smith stands, and whether it falls into the Grindhouse category or not, we at one point or another here soon, because we do have a list, which is kind of neat. But we will review yoga hosers just for a simple fact that. Oh yes. Kevin Smith was cool enough because we we did you know we were honest. We we said this is some good points, this is not some good points. So we weren't just like you know kicks in his ass the whole time. We were being very honest, and I think he, he appreciated that. Obviously, if he gave us a heads up. Oh yeah, up. yeah yeah yeah. Uh, so yeah, that, that's definitely, oh my God. Yeah. I woke up to that and I was like, whoa, Russo, you know, I took a screenshot of my phone. And, <laughs> exactly. Because that, but, I mean, you know, but you got to think back, what was it? Three years ago, you know, we took a picture of his navigator at his front door. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, he said, you know, and he sent it's both a message. saying, you know, next time knock on the door. Yeah. Yeah. Knock on the door. Good times. And, uh, oh, yeah. next time. Yeah, it, it'll it was good. T- it was good times in a bad situation. Yeah, definitely. But you know, what's the old saying? Time heals all wounds. Yes. So, and if you but, don't I mean, know what I'm talking about, go to because I'm not going to rehash this because her the memorial or not memorial, but the anniversary of her death is is coming up on us very closely, and that's something that I don't want to really tap into. Because this is an upbeat show. But you can go back and you can listen to Scene Red. It was around November 2015-ish. And um, I remember it was right before... Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I remember this, this episode. But it's the episode after the what happens is called The Fuhrer Stinks. So it the one right before that kind of talks about my wife and what happened and how she passed away. And that's pretty much all I want to say about that. Right, right. But I mean, you know, you gotta think what come out of that. You know, I was able to come out there for a few days, we had a great time. You know. First time we'd seen each other in like what, two two years? Yeah. At least yeah. Because and, yeah, and you came out. In Yeah, 2013, and that was the first time I'd seen you in 13 years. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we were still in our 20s the last time. Right. I mean, we've had some good times. You know, we've had our bad times. But, you know, in the end, eh, it is what it is. Absolutely. Uh, Before we close up shop for this week, last week was Russo's birthday. And uh, I wanted to see, how was it? How was your birthday? How'd it go? 38. It went pretty good. I had to work that day, but, you know, it was a good day. Not too bad? Not too... No. Very cool. No, it was actually a pretty good day. Uh, The weekend before my birthday was was really good. Um, You know, went to the river, took my kids to the river. You know, we went swimming the whole weekend, had fun. Right on. Only downside was, you know, fighting off a sinus infection at that time. Yeah. Which... Even now I, I was, even now, I still have some drainage. I was going to say, I can kind of t- hear the congestion in your voice. Yeah, I'm still kind of congested, but, you know, eh, I'm getting over it. All right, kids, that's pretty much everything for this week. Uh, anything you want to cover before you go? Uh, Hey, if you got suggestions, send them out. I mean, we're open to anything. If we've seen it, eh, we'll re-watch it. Yes. We don't care. We're always open to suggestions. We love the interactions. We love the interactions. If you hate us, I don't care. Hate us. If you love us, you love us. It don't matter to us. We're going to do it anyway. That's right. That's right. That's, yeah. (laughs) You nailed it right on the head, brother. (laughs) All right. So this week for the Grindhouse Sleaze podcast, I got it right this time. I'm David K. Montoya. I'm Alan Russo. And we'll see you next week for more House. I tried to do it like her theme song, but I'm not as sexy as that other voice. (laughs) (laughs) Have a good week. (laughs)